Hello, everyone, and welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host, Ryan. How are you doing today? I am recording this on Sunday at 4.30 p.m. I um, really procrastinated with this episode. I just got caught up with the end of the week, but I also thought I already had it edited. So when I sit on Instagram, oh, I'll release it Monday. You know, no biggie. I'll just record an intro. I didn't have any of that done. So I still had to edit, you know, add the intro and outro. And now I'm recording the full-on intro. So I hope you guys are doing great. I hope you've had a wonderful week. I hope some of you out there enjoyed the Nintendo Direct because we sure as hell didn't. Obviously, we're going to explain ourselves, and I hope you guys understand that. Um, I think we do a pretty good job, too, of, you know, critiquing Nintendo. I think it needs to be done. I mean, I was just talking to Brandon on the phone before this, and it's like, how many Nintendo Directs have we been disappointed by now? Like, quite a bit. Maybe more than we should as fans. So, uh, I just think it's going to be a fun episode for you guys to listen to. I hope you guys, like I said, enjoy the Nintendo Direct. Um, Hopefully, there's a Pokemon Direct this week that we can report on. And then also a Zelda 35 Direct for its 35th anniversary. Hopefully we got a bunch of cool news soon because I'd love to talk about it. I love playing my Switch again uh, with Super Mario 3D World. Uh, it's just been so fun. Uh, me and my girlfriend are almost done beating the main uh, you know, uh, levels on Super Mario 3D World. And I'm probably halfway done with uh, Bowser's Fury, so I'm playing both. Uh, it's a great game. Seriously, if you've ever been interested in it, uh, if you saw a trailer and it kind of piqued your interest, go out there and buy it. It is so fun to play online and also play Bowser's Fury. Uh, Super Mario is always good, right? But um, uh, I do think the 3D World and 3D Land uh, franchise that they're making um, are just really good games. Uh, as always, follow us on Instagram at It Just Works Pod. Once again, that's It Just Works Pod. If you have any questions, concerns, if you want to be on the show, have any topic suggestions. Um, also don't forget to follow us so you can engage in anything I post in my stories, whether it's questions or polls. Uh, thank you guys so much for doing that. Uh, I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I think that's it this week. There's other news that came out, you know, uh, BlizzCon just happened. They showed a bunch of stuff for Overwatch 2. Uh, Diablo 2 is getting remastered or, uh, re-released, but kind of a remaster. I don't know what they're calling it because they're, they're not reworking it like uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3. But uh, that's coming back out to all platforms. Diablo 4 is getting a rogue class. They showed that, and it's basically someone with uh, dual blades and then a bow. Your typical rogue class stuff. And I think that's it. They showed some World of Warcraft stuff, but I'm not really a Blizzard fan, so I have to go back and watch it, so I apologize for that. Um, Other than that, it's been a little bit of a quiet week. Uh, They showed the Mortal Kombat uh, characters, all the posters, and they released the new trailer. That movie looks amazing. I'm so excited for that movie. Um, and I wanted to end this intro, but I can't because I'm remembering stuff. <laughs> Mortal Kombat looks amazing. Uh, Scorpion looks dope as fuck. Sub-Zero looks brutal. Uh, I'm really excited for this movie. You know, video game movies have been bad for such a long time. And I think Detective Pikachu and Sonic really turned that around. I'm pretty sure there's another one out there I'm missing. Um, honestly, if this movie's even decent, but it has really good uh, fight scenes, that's all I really care about. Uh, and so far, it looks like we're going to get exactly that, if not better, which, you know, is great for me as a fan. Uh, so go check out that trailer if you haven't yet. Uh, it's a really good trailer, and I think it's going to be a, a really good movie. And that's it for me. I'm just going to end it short right here. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Just thank you again so much for supporting the show. We are over 2,500 plays. Uh, viewership is slowly but surely going up per episode. And that means a lot to me. So thank you guys so much. Um, Here's our Nintendo Direct reaction. This was recorded 
literally, uh, I think it was Thursday immediately afterwards. I think it's just an hour after the Nintendo Direct. So our reactions are pretty fresh. I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week. Let's go ahead and cue that intro. Recording now. Uh, welcome to the It Just Works podcast. I'm your host Ryan, and today sucks. We're going to be talking about the Nintendo Direct that just came out. This is being recorded on February 17th, 2021. To join me on this horrible journey, I have Brian from Another Vinyl Page back to express his anger. Brian, how you doing today, man? I'm all right. I that was a shit show, but I'm ready to talk about it. Brandon is also back to talk about this shit show. And he actually didn't watch it. He's going through the list and watching the trailers as he needs to. Uh, Brandon, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm feeling good, Ryan. Uh, I'm honestly not too thrilled about what I've heard, but um, let's experience this together. As we shall. So the first announcement, we're going to try to go in order as much as possible, was Pyra. What, Pyra? Yeah, Pyra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 is coming to Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. She's got huge tits, she's from an anime, and she has a sword. So I'm sure all the weeaboos are super happy about this. Honestly though, like she looks like a great character, but it just seems like we already have enough anime sword-wielding characters uh, You know, from Fire Emblem. I mean, how many Fire Emblem characters do we have that probably have similar move sets by now? Let me pull that up. Um, like I said, she looks cool. It's just really not something that we needed. I think the path they were going down with the DLC characters, including from like franchises you wouldn't expect is the way to go. Uh, so one of the questions that you know, we all had for each other before this was, what is, a char- what is a character specifically that you think would fit into Smash and would be a better guest character, you know, a crossover? Being the typical Halo fanboy that I am, I really believe Master Chief being in Smash Brothers would be cool. He's already in Fortnite, so there's no excuse to not see where he could cross over to next. Um, well, you know, Nintendo and Xbox also have a great relationship as it is. I just think it'd be like the icing on the cake for crossovers. I don't think there's a better place for Chief to be. Uh, if it wasn't Chief, I'd probably say Scorpion from Mortal Kombat. I would love to see those two fighting games clash. I can already think of his moveset. And I think it'd be amazing. Moving on to Brian. Brian, what are your thoughts on the character that we got introduced, Pyra from Xenoblade Chronicles? And who would you like to see instead of her, if need be? I'm not that excited for the new character. It's another anime sword fighter, like you said. Um, just what we needed. It's cool <laughs> for the Xeno fans, but um, I feel like they could have had way better choices. I think Master Chief, like you said, fits the role pretty good. And Nintendo and Xbox being buddy-buddy, like, it just kind of made sense. Crash made perfect sense. But uh, that one was a little bit not as likely to me. But I think those are my main two that I think would have been way better choices. Yeah, and i also like to point out that Brian is calling in. So if he sounds a little weird this time around, uh, it's because he's literally talking to us from his phone. But I, Sorry, guys. <laughs> but I appreciate you being on the podcast regardless of that. Brandon, 
what are your thoughts on the character we got, Pyra? And who would you rather see if it came to that? Well, I mean, she's definitely an attractive anime character. I have a thing for 2D waifus, so <laughs> I'm excited about that. But I've never personally played the Xenoblade games. And I feel like that's what a lot of this Nintendo Direct is, is not a pleasing the masses, but also but mainly just finding these niche games which we'll get into later on in the cast but you know people who are fans of that series specifically they're going to be stoked about it and that's going to be a common theme and um i'm honestly not too crazy excited since i've never played it but um honestly if i had to pick um a character besides them maybe they'll have some plans in the future but i feel like with the timing right now and with the fact that Monster Hunter Rise is coming out in March. Why not do cool. like a male and female, like or you know, obviously all eight of the color selections, like Rathalos armor, some of the more iconic armors of just the generic hunter from Monster Hunter. I feel like that would have been amazing, especially with tying into the fact that we're getting Monster Hunter Rise in a month, which is going to be great. And I'm done fanboying about that for now. Dude, that well before i react to brandon's choice which i think is amazing there's a couple of things i want to clarify do a little cleanup uh before we keep going the direct uh we are aware that february 27th is the 25th anniversary of pokemon and that they will most likely be doing something there and announcing their own news uh we're not ignorant towards that we understand that that's also happening as well as zelda 35 is the 35th anniversary of zelda I got to imagine they'll be doing their own event for that. Um, so when you hear a lot of our anger, we did take that into consideration before giving our thoughts, but Nintendo still sucks. Also, um, even though what Brandon just said is cool, I would actually, and, and I know I just said I don't like melee characters, like we already have enough, I think. It would be really cool to see a monster hunter, you know, a hunter with a sword and shield, you know, so we already have these kind of characters in the game, but Monster Hunter's take on it and their movesets, my God, that'd be amazing. And with the crossovers they've done in the past with Zelda and Monster Hunter and God knows what else, they did a lot, um, even Metroid. Um, sorry, Brian. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a great choice, Brandon. Seriously, that, that Thank is a you, yeah. choice. Uh, I think it hits both the Japanese audience and the Western audience, um, which is honestly, I felt like really fell short. I don't, I don't feel like this direct was for the Western audience. I don't think I'm too crazy to say that. Yeah. Okay. I think it's like more of the niche crowds. And there's nothing think... wrong with those crowds, by the way. That's yeah, what no, I say before absolutely we continue. Not. It's like, if you like Xenoblade Chronicles and you're happy that Pyro's in the game, I'm happy for you. But remember everything we're talking about is, what we feel as the three of us. What we say has nothing to do with how you feel or clearly how Nintendo feels. So just remember that going forward, I'm not shitting on your happiness. I'm shitting on my sadness. Okay? Thank you. <laughs> and in my defense, uh, I was able to... I didn't watch the whole Nintendo Direct. However, I did watch that introductory scene. And I've been... Again, haven't played Xenoblade Chronicles, but uh, I fell out of Fire Emblem for a couple years and I could have swore I was more Fire Emblem characters. So Aww. you can barely tell the difference. Yeah. So uh, we're going to now move on and kind of, we're not going to blast through it purposely. It just might happen naturally. Uh, so the first game that was announced, which is not surprising as Brian said before the show started, 
uh, is Fall Guys, a uh, a hit sensation that came out last year during COVID, is coming to Nintendo Switch uh, during summer. I feel like this game should have came out already for the Xbox and Switch. It's already out on PlayStation and, of course, PC. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys have played it. I have not. The game looks fun as fuck. Seriously, looks like so much fun. It's it's uh, a blast. Like I've I've played it before. I I bought it on PC just because I wanted that kind of more. It is that more friendly take on battle royale. And, and even if you mess up and lose, fall off, like it's still the most hilarious thing you'll see. It's great. Oh yeah, yeah. That game was a great time. I have so much fun playing that game. I'm excited to play it on the Switch. Like it's it. That's a great game. And I feel like with COVID and everything, that's like what was missing. Mm-hmm. in a sense like because you're playing it on your home console you're still talking with people online but mm. on the switch we can all hang out in a room six feet apart socially distanced course and and experience that together in a party and have that fun so yeah i'm excited for that yeah that was one of my few highlights of the this direct i didn't have a lot of highlights but that was one of them yeah you know i thought they started off good with that game they didn't start off good with smash yeah. um, the next thing we can talk about very briefly, I've heard nothing but good things about the game. It has won a ton of rewards, game award, game of the year awards from people. That is Outer Wilds. It is a space adventure game where you have 22 minutes to save the universe from the sun blowing up, according to the trailer. Uh, like I said, I've never played it. I've constantly heard good things about it from podcasts to people I know to just everywhere. I believe it's on Game Pass on Xbox, and I still haven't played it. Brian, did you play this at all before, or you just know? No, I have not heard of that game. But that that game actually did look really interesting, and looks like a game that I would check out. So I I plan on checking that one out out of this because it did look interesting and had a cool concept. So that'll be one I'd play for sure. Yeah, of course. Uh, Brandon, have you played this yet on our Xboxes or PC, or have? Has this game sparked your interest, or it's, I'm sure um, you've seen it around before? Yeah, I have. Um, the name does sound familiar. I don't know why I thought of Outer Worlds for a second. Got a little confused, but Outer Wilds I've definitely looked into. Um, haven't had a chance to pick it up yet, uh, but I feel like if it's that small, like taste of a good adventure, if that makes sense, like mm-hmm. it, it's something perfect for the Switch to take you said 22 minutes to save the universe before the sun blows up yeah roughly i don't know if it's literally yeah i don't know if it's literally 22 minutes in real time but Mm -hmm. uh the game looks good i'm sure you know if it's like 20 or 30 bucks i might give it a shot oh yeah uh, i think it's like 20 bucks on steam right now so yeah oh yeah i would try it for 20 bucks absolutely me enjoying achievements though i might as well just go play it on the game pass on xbox but uh still a very great addition there's so many people out there where the Switch is their primary console. Uh, I do appreciate a lot of the ports that they've done. You know, as, as many of you know, listening, if you've had it, or I'm sure you've heard the horror stories, uh, the Wii U sucked entirely for third-party support. And I will give Nintendo that. They've stuck to their guns on third-party support. So I do, I do appreciate that. It's just not for me when I have a, excuse me, console that can do it way better. Uh, Brandon. Can you move your head to your left real quick? Just move over. Like, oh, damn. Brandon's uh, dog got on his bed, and she's absolutely adorable. Uh, <laughs> Ruby is her name. She's an absolute sweetheart. I'm a mess. 
she's awesome. She, she says sniff sniff snarf. Hello. Yeah, you might hear her throughout the episode, but I'm surprised God knows I'm, she's she's adorable. I think I'm surprised in editing if you don't hear her scratching at the door, <laughs> sniffing for truffles around. Oh, I know, right? So we're gonna move on to <laughs> something. I I don't know. Uh, I don't know anybody anywhere nearby by miles that would be interested in this. Uh, Famicom Detective Club will be localized and is coming to the West finally. They are anime adventure games that are about solving murders. Um, I can f- I think a couple of websites out there that have a little bit more of the same thing, but maybe more intense and erotic. Um, just look up the P-Hub because I'm pretty sure you can just find this stuff on there for free. And that's all my thoughts on it, really. like, I mean, I think it's a cool concept, but... I mean, if we're being honest, like it's what? Like, yeah. I mean, Wait, it's a cool concept. Oh, so sorry, Brandon. You haven't even seen the trailers, have you? Dude, I have oh, no yeah. idea what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, uh, no idea what you're uh, talking about. Brian, go ahead. Well, he hopefully has time to watch the trailer because it's very. I mean, I guess to an extent, it's a cool concept. It's just it's it's not a game for me. It's like some anime detective stuff. It, no, nothing about that seems for me. But if you like it, that's great. Like enjoy it and there's like two different versions i believe or are they two separate games entirely there, there are two separate games one's a wealthy family others uh, a murder and and you have to help them solve it one's about a schoolgirl getting murdered by paranormal activity or something and you have to figure that out too i guess I don't fucking know. yeah nothing about that sounds like it would be for me but like if you like it cool you know what my thing is is i'm not really trying to you know make anyone's happiness you know go away like I'm like you said, I'm happy if this is something you're into. I guess my question is, who do they think this is for though? Like, do they Weeboos? Weeboos? <laughs> I, I guess, dude. I just I hate to sound like such a Debbie downer because I, I really do love Nintendo. But my old boss from GameStop was always right. Like she always said Nintendo is the only company that wants to run itself out of business. Yeah. And I think the stuff that we were hoping for today is honestly not that um, ridiculous in my opinion because it's a 50-minute presentation, right? That's a huge deal. Yeah, I thought it was a huge deal that it was 15 minutes and because they haven't had one in so long. So I thought they were going to bring like a lot to the table, but no. They brought a lot, right? Just a whole lot of shit. Uh, So I actually did just take a look at... um, Famicom Detective Club. ports coming to the states, and um, I, um, I don't, I don't mean to interject or anything, but like my two cents on it is, people like murder mystery games like that. Um, I knew a couple people growing up in high school that really liked like Deadly Premonition and things like that. However, this is definitely more on like um, a point and click yeah. kind of um, dating <laughs> sim, weeaboo essentially, <laughs> um gameplay where sometimes like people are into that and again it's it falls back into the theme like if that's what you're into this is right for you and um i mean uh, murder murder mysteries like have i don't want to say blown up recently but like there's a lot of true crime podcasts there's a lot of which is um, really cool by the way yeah absolutely it's it's fascinating stuff especially when you hear like people who survive like terrible actions by other people but um I mean, that's that's some people's shtick, man. Like, they love it. So, again, probably not something that three of us are going to pick up, but... Like, it, I guess 
what happens when I watch this stuff. I'm like, man, are the games I play like too Western for my own good? Like are are the games I play so Westernized that like anything that comes from that side of the world, like I just can't appreciate. You appreciate Monster Hunter. Yeah, that's probably it. Like Pokemon, I know, like obviously Zelda, obviously Mario, but they're still westernized. Pokemon is like <laughs> globalized and yeah, like, yeah. taking over the yeah. fucking I'm world. Sorry. I'm sorry, globalized <laughs> is a really good way to put it though. Um, I don't like anime, you know, like I don't like watching it. I think it's too over the top and ridiculous. I don't understand how anyone can be into it, but I I know like thousands, I mean, I, I literally know hundreds of people that love it, so I'm not saying it they're wrong. I just I don't know. I just, I feel like uh, when it comes to Nintendo right now, in terms of a gamer, I feel like I'm not in the loop or my, I don't even know how to say it really. But the other thing I wanted to bring up to kind of bring it all together on my point I'm trying to make is if you go on Twitter, if you go on YouTube, if you go on a news outlet, uh, Brian was saying this before the show. If you look at the comment section for anything this company does, what we see requested, it, none of it showed up today. What the, what, the fa- what the fans want from what I see, I don't speak for all of them, but from what the fans want and what they're demanding, and I think they have a right to demand. They're the ones you know, paying for their lights to be on. They're the ones buying the consoles, and you know, they love their consoles, but they want you know, some good software with it. It's just none of it's happening. Like even, even the finale, you know, like, I don't see anyone asking for that third game. You know, we're going to get to it. Obviously, I'm not trying to just flat out say it, but we're going to, you know, Brandon hasn't got there yet. I just, uh, I guess that's the point of my anger as we continue to go through this. I probably don't need to keep clarifying myself, but I I do believe it's important because I'm I'm really happy for those people who are happy. I just, I think I'm just really fucking confused. (laughs) So, yeah. At At a first glance, I feel like it's a lot of, you know, obviously it's 2021 COVID hasn't magically disappeared. A lot of people are stuck at home. A lot of people have a switch now. Cause that was like the main thing to get. Yeah. And so they have, I saw some, you know, obviously we'll get into it, but I saw some titles, some crossovers that can easily be accomplished just by, I, again, I'm not, a, I'm not a programmer by any means. I have no idea how to code, but I saw one title. It's like, okay, that's copy paste. That is perfect for a majority of the people who are, stuck on um you know quarantine and they have nothing to do and it's going to relate to a popular game that came out right around that same time that COVID started but again we'll get into that so i think they're they're looking at the mass market and so many people buying these consoles that they're like you know what if we put out almost anything it's something you know so the other thing i do want to clarify thank you for you know brandon for talking about COVID and everything i do understand development for a lot of people out there has been like crucial, uh, just, just really ruined a lot of development. And I, I thought about it before we started the podcast, you know, cause I'm an angry bitch right now. <laughs> I understand that, you know, I know, right. <laughs> I had some Doritos <laughs> instead and some gamer feel. Um, I got to imagine the smaller studios out there, like the indie people, you know, maybe the ones that are working on the localization of family, calm detective club maybe it's been a little bit difficult for them you know so i really do try to take that into consideration but if i keep doing that all day then everyone gets an excuse in the world and i, I don't know i don't feel like doing that so anyway direct like this 
Yeah, it's like if this is what you're going to be releasing, just don't even release me anything. Like my, I was talking to my girlfriend about because like I, like I was on the phone with her before it started, and I'm super fucking excited. Obviously, right? Like this has been the first big direct, and I think a year and a half, maybe I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's and she made a really good point. She was like, "Oh, like so this could have been just emailed to you," and I was like, "Yeah." fuck yeah (laughs) oh shit and i was like damn like thank you for just hitting it right on the nose so anyways uh enough of that uh samurai warriors 5 is the next game that got announced i have nothing for it i don't care um is that less exciting uh uh, it's less exciting yeah it's less exciting (laughs) dynasty warriors that's all it is It, it was honestly so forgettable that i don't even remember seeing that trailer so and so I, Brandon, I watched the entire thing, and I don't remember anything about that. So, Brandon, you're up. Is there anything you would like to talk about with that? Or, I mean, um, it's it, I, I'm again, I'm flying blind here, but like it's the same vein as Hyrule Warriors, correct? And Dynasty Warriors, and all that. Yeah, there's a name for those games, but yeah, I, I don't know the name. I, I mean, I know the name if I hear it, but I'd have to look yeah. it up right now. There's a terminology people use for the games. Anyways, so I'm moving on because yes, that's, that, that's it. Let's There's go. nothing to it. Uh, <laughs> no, let's let's it. Uh, Legend of... Hold on. Hold on real quick. One second, guys. Whoa. Uh, getting back into it now. The next game that is up is Legend of Mana. That's it. That's all I got. Wait, is it about Magic Gathering? Why can't I remember that one either? Give me a vague description. It's like it's like another like two point five D game. It was like there's a bunch of trees and stuff. And dude, I think I just had a stroke when I saw it. Was that the one where at the, it said at the end there was going to be a demo and it comes out next year? That was a different one, right? Oh, no, you a- know what? Isn't Legend of Mana the one where it had like the the, the scales that are in a juror court where there's like a green oh. form? Is oh, that, I know. I, I know which one you're talking about. Think, it's a new mana game. Like, oh wait, I've seen there was a Super Nintendo mana game. I can't remember the name of it. Anyways, it's a familiar name. Yeah, I, I have. Heard of it I have nothing to add to it. It's just a uh-huh. game I don't care about. I don't either. I hear a lot of good things about those games, but I personally don't know a lot about them. So, not much for me to say. Well, yeah. it's just uh, it's just an art style and a game style. It's just stuff I'm not interested in. Uh, it just doesn't suit me. It's it looks cool. I think the art style looks good. It's just... Uh, oh, yeah. This originally came out in 99. Of course, we've heard of it. That was the beginning of our gaming careers. That's why it sounds familiar. I mean, if you, if you played it back then on the original PlayStation, then, you know, the updated soundtrack and everything, hey, this is for you. Yeah. Moving on <laughs> to the Monster Hunter Rise trailer. They showed a trailer showcasing about... Uh, eight to ten monsters that are returning. Uh, I think a couple new ones. I had to double check. Um, I didn't see that. They were showing them from a volcano locale and desert locale. They showed uh, more of a trailer for the story and the cutscenes. Game looks amazing. Monster Hunter is one of the best franchises in the fucking world. I seriously can't wait for this game. Comes out next month. There's a demo out now. Please go check it out if you're not a fan of the series. There's no better time to jump in. And I can help you on it as well. Uh, Brian, what did you think of Monster Hunter Rise as the trailer? I am not as in the know 
as you guys with Monster Hunter. I know it's a great franchise, but this will probably be my first time to play it. I'm probably going to pick up this one. So there's not much I can say about it, but I can tell you guys are hyped over it. So that gets me hyped. And like I said, when this new one comes out, that'll probably be my first genuine experience with the game. I still need it. I think I did download the demo, but I haven't tried it yet. So. Yeah. You know, while Brandon's trying to watch the trailer, or if he is watching it, um, it's just a really good game, man. It's it, it. There's a learning curve to it, you know, with the mm-hmm. combat, the the UI, and inventory management. Uh, I'd probably say it might t- the way they make them now, maybe an hour or two, if you really commit to it. Yeah, you can play almost well. Since they're actually adding cutscenes and story, you're gonna have to watch those first before the quest starts. But you can play the entire game. Excuse me, on, online in co-op. And hunting these monsters in co-op is so much fucking fun. You can do speed runs. Um, if I'm farther ahead than you, I can help you hunt monsters then help you create gear from the monsters that you like. And it's just a, it's just a really good game. And then like the, the DLC they always release for these games is outstanding. They release hundreds of quests on the Nintendo ones that they made. The crossover mm-hmm. DLC is always on point. I'm scared. I'm like scared to see what they do because I'm like I know it's gonna be good, and it's always exciting. Um, Brandon, did you watch the trailer or? Uh, yeah, I skimmed through it a little bit. I saw the uh, praying mantis looking thing that spider shoots webs. Thing? Yeah, the spider oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. That's a new monster. Like that's, I mean, probably frustrating as hell because I hate slow effects, but still stoked. Uh, what is it? Al Mudron, which is like um, Mizutsune and Lagayakris mixed together, but super muddy. Yeah. Is he new or old? I believe that's a new one. I've never seen that one before. Yeah, I was going to say Pokemon. Him and the Prey Mantis thing look new to me. Yeah, those Everyone are the two new ones I saw. Returning. Uh, Volbodon's returning. Um, you have like your classics, like, um, oh God, what's the um, uh, Honey honey Bear one? The Bear one? Um, Azuros. Azuros. Um, we're getting so this, uh, this is why I wasn't going to say names because I just don't remember Anjanath we're getting Anjanath we're getting the big T-Rex with the big old thing we're getting Ketsu um, we're going to finally be able to blast another motherfucker with Rajang's beam excuse my language I'm sorry I made a curse dude but I mean I've been saying fuck this whole time yeah well, when she like she <laughs> when she like did the thing and like was able to ride on top of Rajang, I was like oh that's actually pretty cool yeah that's wild I mean if you if you if you played Monster Hunter World and uh, if you're new to the series like Brian, how you're gonna be, and you have just at least one friend uh, guide you through and teach you the things that I sure as hell didn't get taught when I first started playing Monster Hunter back in the day or when I played Three Ultimate on the DS. Like it's when you get into it and you commit, it's like a fighting game. You learn your combos, you learn your weapon, <laughs> just to start you off, and you're just engrossed. It's the most epic gaming experience i've had in a very probably, long time probably ever right i mean besides like honestly besides like campaign missions and halo maybe multiplayer as a whole like just you know the first time i played xbox live on halo 2 i'd say monster hunter provides probably some of the most epic moments entirely in gaming and it's a very constant basis like think about it this is my tip to anybody listening by the way who's never played monster hunter 
just watch the monster, like literally observe it as it goes after you, keep dodging and running away. And then you'll learn its pattern. And then you'll learn to incorporate your attacks. And then once you get good, you stop getting hit. You stop getting hit by the monster. You dodge every attack that it does. And then you take it out in, in minutes. Like it's, it's a game that at its core is so fine-tuned and damn near perfect. Almost, I would just say perfect that it, it makes its own replayability. You know, the first time I fought uh, the Rathalos, it's a red dragon. It's the poster boy. If you watch the movie, um, if you've seen the trailer for the movie, he's a red boy in it. Uh, fighting him for the first time is really fucking hard. I'm using a sword and shield, but this dragon doesn't land. Like he literally doesn't land on the ground. I had to come up with a flash bomb, knock him on the ground. I had to, you know, destroy his wings. You can't take them off, but you can fuck them up and he won't fly as much. Like there's so many strategic elements to Monster Hunter. Like, I don't know how there isn't even more people into it. Clearly Monster Hunter World took off and sold more than any other Capcom game. But anybody listening, if you're interested, please give it a shot. I'm sure they're going to have clubs and guilds. I will be making one so everyone can play together. There's key commands in the game. So honestly, you don't even have to talk in voice chat. Everyone's going to know based off your health, which is all displayed on your screen. If you need help, uh, honestly, all of the 3DS games, I've never talked to anybody unless it's like Brandon or maybe a friend on the phone or in an Xbox Live party chat. And I've completed some of the hardest quests. So trust me, there's an audience out there. Now is the perfect time to get into the franchise, get it. And yeah, we're going to move on from Monster Hunter. Nice. Just a fucking outstanding game. Yeah, I can't wait to get you uh, into it, Ryan. Yeah, we'll have. Yeah, to it sounds play. like I have a lot to learn. It sounds like, like I have a lot to learn. <laughs> and that's the cool thing about it is, like, you don't. It's it's not like your level isn't determined. You, I mean, there is level determined by your gear, your weapon, etc. But I'll just keep it quick. But like, you you level up as a player, and you get good on your you own. Literally, yeah, you literally get have good. good on your own. Yeah, yeah, and and it's a great experience. And uh, yeah. If you, There's also like 14 weapon classes. So let's say you start out with a bow. You're like, I love the bow, but I kind of want to go to a melee weapon. You can do it on the fly. If you have the materials to make a weapon, you can do it right there. Switch your class. There's nothing that binds you to anything in the entire game. It's all about how you want to play it. And that's, that's what you can do. Mm-hmm. Cool. So next up is Mario Golf Super Rush. <laughs> Why they didn't announce Odyssey 2 or anything else, I don't know. You know what? I just thought about Odyssey 2. I don't know. Hold on, real quick. I just thought about something right now. Why the fuck haven't they talked about Mario Kart 9 or anything like that? Why would they when Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is selling like ridiculously good steel after being out this long? But why would they milk that as long as they can? But yes, why wouldn't they give it like the ultimate treatment, you know, like Super Smash Ultimate? Like I would gladly pay for like new tracks. I don't even want new characters. I just want new tracks. Wasn't wasn't that what they kind of did with Eight Deluxe? Yeah, yeah they, they it was they released on like, the Wii U. Two packs. Yeah, yeah, it was on the Wii U, and they added more tracks and characters for Deluxe. Yeah, so the Switch version only got like uh, the Animal Crossing characters. There's no new tracks on the Switch version. All that's for uh, okay. Hey, Deluxe. that's a, that's enough to slap a sixty dollars price tag on that bad boy. Yeah, fuck yeah, Animal Crossing. Sell it. Um, I don't know. I was just thinking about that right now. Um, I just got frustrated all over again because 
unfortunately, Brian's right. Mario Kart is Nintendo's GTA. Uh, it's just selling perfectly fine the way it is. I guess my frustration comes from like Mario Kart Tour on the phone. If you see all the tracks and stuff and the characters they brought into that game, like literally like Donkey Kong characters, like full-fledged characters are in that game, but we don't have them on the Switch. Or, uh, we don't have any of the courses that they brought back. Granted, they're like short versions of the courses. There's just a lot of really cool shit they did on that mobile app that it's like, why couldn't you just make me pay for this on the Switch? I would have gladly gave them money. No questions asked. I wouldn't have cared. Anyways, Mario, Go- Mario Golf Super Rush. I'm not a golfer, um, but the game does look fun. It actually looks very soothing, uh, if that's your sort of thing. I actually thought the motion controls made me, you know, I, I think that made me more interested. Uh, you can use the motion controls to literally swing the golf, just as you would in real life. I think that's pretty cool. Uh, they have a mode called, I think it's called Super Rush, the mode. But basically, everyone in the match uh, hits the ball at the same time. And you literally have to race to wherever your ball hit or uh, I'm sorry, landed and then hit it again. And there's just something that sounds, uh, I'm probably hitting my mic. Um, there's something that sounds pretty interesting about that to me. I could just imagine it being like a drinking game. You turn it into a drinking game. Um, I don't know. I just think there's a lot that could be done there. Uh, they have a story mode where you play as a Wii character, or I'm sorry, a Wii character, uh, a me character. <laughs> and then you talk to the, the characters of the mushroom kingdom and earn your way to the top. Um, who knows? That might be actually really cool. I don't see myself buying this. Um, that's kind of the sad thing about it too, is it's not going to go on sale for anything lower than 40 cause it's a Nintendo game. But um, unfortunately I'm just not going to pick it up. Think of like sports games, Madden, etc. Tiger Woods, PGA tour, except not annually. And with Mario. And of course, in the Mario world, that's essentially why we're getting so many Mario sports games. I don't know. I feel like that's. I mean, they're cool for what they are, but I cannot warrant like a $60 price tag. Like I personally am not going to pay $60 for a Mario golf game and I'm not going to go get excited about buying it day one, like somewhere down the line, if it's like a bargain bin, I know Nintendo doesn't really drop their games too often, but. If it somehow got to like $30, I would maybe consider it. But otherwise, I, I can't see myself playing this. I really can't. You know, they, they might release another trailer down the line that changes my mind that make me go, yeah, dude, if we all pick this up, that'd be fun. But it's true. Uh, we'll see. Uh, just It's just not for me. But to be fair, uh, as a disclaimer, none of the sports games that you know Mario does are fun to me besides Mario Kart. Uh, let's see. Uh, that will also be releasing on June 25th. Just a heads up. Cannot wait to pre-order. Cannot <laughs> wait to save my money. So, I'm get the <laughs> <laughs> uh, so the next thing that was announced was uh, Tales from the Borderlands, and it's coming to the Switch. Is uh, a tell, tell, tale game. Um, I don't. I don't care. Lots of lots of ports. Which once again, I'm glad they're committing to that. Yeah, which which is what we what we've wanted, but I mean, they're just not so, good ports. <laughs> they're ports, which is what we want, but it's not the ports we want. Exactly. Uh, well, I shouldn't even say anything because if they port stuff, I wouldn't buy it anyways because I could just play it at a better quality and fidelity. And 
performance all on my Xbox. Yeah. So it doesn't make it. But then it's it's like if the Switch is your only console, and Brian's just been dying to play Borderlands, Tales from the Borderlands, it's for you. Brian, do you have any thoughts on this? Not on Borderlands, no. I have I haven't played the original. I have really contemplated a few times picking it up because I keep seeing it on sale, but I don't know enough to dive into the game. So what do you guys think about the game? The original, I mean. Uh, I, I don't like the art style. I can't stand okay. it. However, I've heard nothing but amazing things about the first two. Uh, the second one, you can play co-op. It's like Destiny in the sense of it's a shared world when you play with your friends. Uh, you can get loot. Uh, thousands and thousands of weapons as loot. Um, I heard the expansions for those games are good. Uh, Alex's friend Mason would could tell us all we need to know about Borderlands. He's played them for hundreds of hours. Uh, I really trust his opinion. Um, that's pretty much it, though. I, I don't. I don't give a fuck about Borderlands. I played the original when it came out, and it was you know it was something different. It was fun. the The style of it didn't bother me too much, and it was like that first taste of <sighs> yeah, I'm gonna go through this and loot and get the next new thing. It kind of gave you that little serotonin buff. And um, there was a zombie DLC, which was really rad for it. <laughs> um, no, I'm cleaning them. You're cleaning them? What are you cleaning with your mouth like that? The Doritos. <laughs> oh, the Doritos. I'm just, hey, almond dust ain't getting me today. Post almond clarity. Um, yeah, no, Borderlands, uh, I played... I didn't play two a whole lot, played three. I thought it was a decent amount of fun, but unfortunately it's just if it's your thing. Capcom Arcade Stadium is coming out later today, and I don't care. Brandon. Any thoughts? Um what what games are included in Capcom Arcade Stadium? A shit ton of retro shit that's like from the eighties, maybe early nineties. I mean, I like old games. I like old games. How much is this bundle, though? I mean, I wouldn't imagine spending more than five bucks and but see, for this. The thing is, is like, even if it's cheap, just like put this on fucking Nintendo Online. This shit we pay for twenty bucks a year. That's yeah, a waste of fucking money. I, I love guys. Anybody, anybody listening to this? I swear to God, I love Nintendo. It's just they they're really stupid. That's all. Arcade Stadium. So what are the games listed in it? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm going to do too. I didn't. I think uh, one of them is Dynasty Warriors or Dynasty something. Kind of goes to show how old the fucking game is, <laughs> dude. Right? It's just from an era of gaming that I didn't play, so I, I'm just you know I, I don't know anything about the games. Okay, we got a lot of like scrolling shooters. Oh, dude, super old stuff. I mean, it's oh cool. yeah. I mean, I like I like some of those games just. Like yeah, it should be free on the Nintendo Online. Like, like I can't imagine dropping like a twenty or thirty on it. You know, I remember playing some of these games in the Red Robin lobby, dude. You know what they should be putting on Nintendo Switch Online since we're talking about Nintendo sixty four. A game I've no, I mean yeah, Nintendo sixty four and GameCube. <laughs> but there's a game I've always wanted to play, and that is uh, Super Mario RPG. I've heard nothing but the best of things about it. Oh yeah, you've never played. No, I, I had a Nintendo 64 and up. I never had anything before that. Damn. 
But I heard that game was like fucking insane with like the amount of content there was in it and like just the quality of what it was, you know, for its time. No, oh, I always loved that game. That game had a lot of replay value. Was Yoshi in it or? I believe so. It's been a while. Yeah, I think yeah. Yoshi's in it. I don't know. I don't know why I asked like that. It's just like I've seen other characters. It's like, oh, I wonder if Yoshi's in it. Pretty sure. Uh, so, Brandon, Capcom Arcade Stadium? Or? Um, I do recall some of those games, playing them in like the like a restaurant lobby um, back when I was a kid. You guys remember what restaurants are? Yeah. Uh, it's, fu- it's fuzzy, but um, yeah, I mean, if I was truly... Again, if you if you're about that nostalgia trip, like I remember on the original PlayStation, we had a arcade collection. It had um Root Beer Tapper, Joust, nice. um Pac-Man and stuff like and, and, and those are the games that I also grew up with as well, but like these these Capcom games, I didn't play a whole lot. Like I played Metal Slug. I'm not sure if that's Capcom. That's no, that's Nimco. I thought it was Is it Capcom? They have something very similar. Like I, I just I just skimmed through the trailer a little bit, and I was like, okay, that seems a little bit familiar, a little two D, little shooty, blam blam action. But um, uh, I, if it's what you're into, cool. But personally, I won't be picking it up. I do see it's available today, but looking at the games uh, available, yeah. Um, and uh, a wise man once told me, "Who gives a fuck? Let's move on." <laughs> Did that pop up for you guys when I was typing it in? Like after I typed yeah, it? Yeah, of course it, it did. did. Okay, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't give a fuck about this. We we need to move on because there's just not much to talk about. If that's what about it, the content? It doesn't matter. If from the era that that came out, <laughs> I just love Brandon's reply. Um, I think it's great for those people, but I think that could have been emailed to me. Uh, no More Heroes will be launching on the 27th of August. Brian, what did you think? No More Heroes? Yep. Oh, man, that's, that's another one that just flew by me. Give me that's, a reminder on that one. That's why I paused, because I have nothing to say. I don't care. Yeah, apparently I have nothing to... It didn't leave a lasting memory in my head, so... It looks stupid. I guess I could say I'm not picking that one up. Well, I don't know. If I happen to see it again and it looks good, maybe, but... Uh, it was, like, a first-person view and somebody, like, pressing on a card or something, flying through clouds, killing demons in heaven. Um, they're all in white suits, and it's all colored. Oh, was that the one where the demons were in heaven, right? I just said that. Wait, yeah, I'm wait sorry, I'm is, sorry. It called Neo, is it called Neon White? <laughs> I didn't know if you were, like, being sarcastic or <laughs> No, I was, like, as you were talking, it was just kind of going over my head, and I was, like, remembering the trailer. It's that one, yes. The demons in heaven. I'm not picking up that game. No, I'll pass. Wait, that's neon and white, not no more heroes. No. Is it not the same thing? Mm, no. Oh, it's not. They're two different things. Two different things. Ayo, them chicks in neon white. Hey, we can edit that out, right? No, they both look. <laughs> no, it's okay. They both look stupid. <laughs> I know. I know. No more. He- no more heroes was uh, the guy fighting aliens. Like he's like, oh, this. And he had like a mean haircut. He kind of looked like Wolverine. Yeah, he ha- he had like a different style to him, and it was in that cell shading, and you could use the Wiimotes to chop fools up. 
So, I mean, if you played, I personally didn't play No More Heroes back in the day. So. Guys, I want to move on to, I think, the best game of the Nintendo Direct. Something that I think really stands out and is going to be a heavy hitter this year. So, you better watch out. DC's Superhero Girls. I thought Cookie Mama in space looked way better. So, DC Superhero <laughs> Girls is really revolutionizing the gaming industry and it's really going to change everything for the better um cooking mama <laughs> in space that's what i just said no that's what brandon's no that's what brandon's typing that's yeah. what i said you didn't hear I, me i, I had no i did that's the thing is like it was off topic so i was like dude i've never fucking heard of cooking mama in space yeah no, no, ryan it went over ryan's head when i said it no i didn't i just <laughs> I I think about what the fuck are you talking about cooking mama <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Is that like a random movie or something? Or no, you didn't see that part of the direct. Oh, I must have fell over and died, and then came back for the rest of it. I, I seriously, Cooking Mama in Space. I don't know, didn't see it. All right, what were you saying about DC? Uh, I'm ready to move on. I'm ready to move on. Yeah, let's move on. Um, dude, that game is so fucking stupid. Like, <laughs> why would they even put that in the direct? Listen, like- listen. Here's the thing, and everybody listening, I know I sound negative, but DC can't make their movies right. They can't even make good comics anymore. Their animated movies suck. Like, why would you even try to make a video game? Like, this video game looks stupid as shit. Well, it's shovelware. It's like straight shovelware. What is shovelware? Like, the ones you find in the bargain bins with, like... Oh, bro, this is the one you find in the fucking recycle bin outside. Yeah, you don't know what shovelware is? No. Yeah, now you do. I've literally never heard that term until now. Have you, Uh, Brandon... Uh, shovelware? No, I can't. I can't say that I have. Brian, are you yeah, sure you're just like not making stuff up right now? I don't think. No, that's, that's like a term of like garbage games that they just kind of put out. Like, oh, okay. Never heard. Um, of that. Still think you're making it up. But Brian, uh, Brandon, uh, did you want to talk, talk about DC superhero girls? No. Brian, anything? <laughs> Let's move on. Um, Let's move on. I mean, if, on. if my nieces actually kind of gave a shit about DC superheroes, like, but see, I don't even see this being good for them. What like, is it like? What, like what, what what's like the genre of game? Like, we understand the premise, we understand the characters. Uh, I don't think I think the genre is stupid. I don't even think it has a genre. <laughs> but is it like is it like a beat 'em up? Is it like co op? Is it kind of similar dude, to honestly, Avengers? From the trailer, Brandon, I don't know what the fuck it's supposed to be. It's kind of hard to pinpoint what kind of genre of game it would be. The point is, I'm not shitting on the game for it being like the superhero, you know, girls as, you know, when they were girls. I think it's like, why couldn't they just do a better job of making these characters? I don't know, man. I just feel like they're really shitting on the characters. <laughs> but anyways, we're going to move on. I don't know. There we go. Fucking DC. You're so stupid. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville. Is coming to the Switch on the 19th of March. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies has, you know, it, it was a mobile game, but then EA turned it into a third-person shooter. Um, you know, it's Plants vs. Zombies. And the games always did good. They were always successful with their betas, on uh, you know, their releases. And the general audience really seemed to love them. So I think it's actually pretty cool to... Uh, see the game coming to the Switch. I feel like the Switch itself doesn't have an, enough competitive, just fun shooter-type games for online. 
Mm. It's mainly because their Nintendo's online system is pure dog shit. But I still think this game is really, it's, I'm really happy to see it come to the Switch. I think, it, you know, there's so many people that own the Switch that would have a lot of fun with it. That being said, uh, it's not for me. I, I, I'm not going to buy it or even try it. I know it was a big, it was a good uh, shooter for, uh, people were fans of it. I remember playing the original game on my phone you know, back when I first got my, my smartphone. And um, yeah, people, people are fans of it. Personally, I'm not picking it up. Brian, what about you? What's your history with Plants vs. Zombies? I've never played, heard a lot of good things. I know my friend's son is like crazy into it, but um, <laughs> no, doesn't look, the trailer didn't look bad. I mean, it looked cool, but not for me again. Again, I keep saying not for me, not for me, but that's a well, lot of what this direct was. Well, we're just being honest though. I mean, once, you know, we've, we'll have to just reiterate a couple of times, you know, it is a super, you know, I would say negative, but it's, you know, if it's an art form, man, our video games are art and we're critiquing it. It's just not for us. We're just, I don't know. It's a, this, this trailer looked better than a lot of the other ones that... No, it did. It showed gameplay. It showed exactly what you... You know, this trailer showed what you're paying for. I, I do appreciate that. You know, they said, oh, if you don't unlock all the characters, unlock all the costumes. They showed you the costumes and other characters. No, they they, they did good. Um, it's, just, it's just not something I, I'm interested in, but they did their part. Uh, Metopia is coming to the Switch. Uh, Miitopia is a game I think I'm talking about the right game you get to choose like your Mii's and what roles they're in for the game you know if you have a friend who you have as their Mii you can make make them the villain honestly the game looks pretty stupid <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I took I the just, words right out of my mouth yeah I just you know I thought me. Oh, well, here's the thing, guys. You know, on a, on an honest level, I really thought me's were dead. When did we start doing things with me's again? I did too. Me's are so I, like I hate me's. Brandon, anything? Um, <laughs> um, easy. I hate at playing me. devil's advocate, but I, I mean, the whole me. I hate. I hate me. Really, you're stupid. <laughs> no. Um. I mean. Oh man. Maybe. Well, I mean, Mii's, Mii's have been a thing like in Super Smash Brothers. You know, you can make your own Mii fighter. People probably got jazzed about that and they were like, you know what? That might let's, be the only good thing they've ever done with Mii's. Let's make a second life, but with your Mii. Yeah. I like cool. making. I used to like making stupid Mii characters and then just putting them in Mario Kart. Just making the most <laughs> stupid looking characters you can possibly make. And then they're just racing around like I would give them like big bulbous noses and whatnot. Well, that is the thing I will give credit where credit is due. Yes, you could do really cool things with a me creator and then put them in Mario Kart. Like I think one guy looked like a straight up shark person. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I've seen is some it, crazy me- me's out there. Was it was it the left dancing shark from that Super Bowl halftime show? Oh geez, forgot about that. I guess you could say that's a meme. Moving on, we're going to talk about. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons is getting a new uh, Super Mario 35 update. There's a ridiculous amount of Super Mario items coming to the game. I have never played an Animal Crossing in my life. I've always thought the games looked extremely stupid. But if I've learned anything in the last year, uh, COVID has 
showing me how amazing these games are. There's a podcast done inside the game. Uh, people coming together from all over the world to play on their islands. Uh, seriously, Animal Crossing is something I wish I would have delved into when it came out. Uh, and this update looks insane. There's warp pipes, a couple villains, uh, power-ups you can put on your island. Like You can make your own little mini Super Mario World, and I think that is so fucking cool. Like I really have to hand it to them. Yes, this could have been emailed to me, but I really do think like this <laughs> is, a, is an amazing update. Uh, really hats off to the Animal Crossing team. Everything they've done so far with it has been phenomenal, and it makes you wonder why I haven't picked it up yet. Is it free? Is it a free? It's a free it's update, a, right? I believe so. Update, it's yeah, it's free. free wow, that's incredible. It's I unfortunately lost my island, but that's to be able to turn it into your own Super Mario World, literally with warp tunnels and everything. That's yeah, you can dress up as Mario, Luigi, Peach. Uh, they briefly showed in the trailer when you're in Tom Nook's. I, I'm assuming it's his office to buy stuff. Uh, they showed a, a massive list of things you can buy like wario's outfit uh there's like a yoshi egg thing i saw like i'm not lying to anyone listening i might pick up this game just for this update like that's how good i think the update is so to put some perspective out there for you let alone fun let alone the crazy stuff i've seen for the game you know in terms of fishing yeah. all the stuff you can do it looks like a lot of fun no, I have a lot of respect for the Animal Crossing series. It's just I haven't dived in. My girlfriend plays like crazy, and she always shows me all this new stuff she has on her, her island, so I'm sure she'll enjoy the update. I think I might have to finally get into it, but it's also still 60 bucks after being a year old, so I don't know. That shit sucks. Oh, you know that one's not going down at all. <sighs> no. Um, Fucking audacity. Just go to Walmart. All games are $10 cheaper. Even the day they come out, they're $10 cheaper. That's true. So moving up is Project Triangle Strategy. It is a follow-up to Octopath Traveler, and it's coming to the Switch. It's made by Square oh. Enix. Uh, this is a 2.5D tactical RPG. Um, just one of the things I was talking to Brian about with this, you know, release is that it's just got just one of the most unique art styles I've ever seen in a video game. Uh, sounds like the voice acting is great and the storytelling is incredible. Your decisions have weight as you play the game, which is always cool in an RPG. However, I don't care to play it. I just think it's not for me. I, there is a demo, so I won't be you know, completely stupid. I'll give it a shot. Uh, I just think the game is so beautiful. I'd rather see someone else play it and just enjoy the art style, to be honest. I, yeah. sounds the art style art style is beautiful i had no idea it was a follow-up to octopath traveler i heard i've heard so many good things about that game so kind of makes me want to download the demo now and check it out because yeah i'll probably download the demo i just i just don't have patience for tactical strategy games that's pretty much where i'm at it's not the developer's fault you know i i think it's a good fit for the way they design the game i just like fire emblem i i don't care i it just doesn't suit my play style for anything um but i think this game is huge like i think it's a huge announcement and that's something i didn't really give it to no credit for as you know when you and me talked to do your sound check i didn't think about it but this game is kind of a big deal for a lot of people out there and uh this is another amazing reason why a switch is so good is yeah even though we don't have massive triple a games that are 4k 60 frames just the whole works 
you have games like this that are so well designed and developed that they they look just masterful on the switch so uh, that game looks great it's cool mm-hmm. brandon anything um nothing really uh, i mean i didn't play octopath traveler but i was always interested in it uh however i'm in the same boat as you my play style uh after a certain point in my life has been very just something i can pick up enjoy for a little bit and then take my time with which seems like octopath would be a good game for that however it's just a lot of investment that i wasn't ready to put out wanted to get it didn't end up getting it if um i know it's like a i I read it's a spiritual successor not exactly i don't think yeah i think it's more of a a developer follow-up oh okay it's not an actual follow-up to the game so you could probably jump into it without playing the first octopath yeah i mean if there's a demo for it see some gameplay because if it was a follow-up to octopath traveler they wouldn't need to work on the title because this is a working title it's not done yet so I don't, yeah, I don't think they would have to. They could have called it something else, Traveler, Octopath, something else. Uh, the next thing I want to move on to, it's coming out later this year. Um, it's a third-person shooter, apparently, or third-person action game. Uh, so far, I'm really butthurt because I thought it was something else. Uh, this game is called Star Wars Hunters. All we got was a CG trailer. Um, they just said in the trailer that is a third-person Star Wars game coming out later this year. But if anyone was watching the trailer and you're like me, I thought this was Star Wars Bounty Hunter uh, where you play as Jango Fett coming back. And honestly, I think this game would be fucking amazing on the Switch. And it's not that. It's some other stupid game that's set between episodes six and seven. So I'm glad we're making games in that era that I fucking hate. So that's going to be awesome. But I just... I'll eat my words. I'll eat my words right now. I'll take that back. I'm sorry because Mandalorian is set between six and seven and look what happened there. So I'll eat my words on that. But however, I think it would have been cooler to get Bounty Hunter. What do you guys think? What do you, th- what do you think, Brandon? I mean, again, I, I didn't watch the direct, but based on the CG trailer, like what, obviously you're hunting blasters. Pew, pew, pew. But is it like... Is it going to be a... It didn't reveal anything, so we don't... It didn't reveal anything. It was just working title. Here's some CG. Here you go. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a shitty third-person action game that's free to play, but it has a lot of monetization. Like, I don't think it's going to be... God. I really don't believe this game is going to be good, is what I'm getting at. Imagine imagine if it's like a kind of like a battle royale. Uh, don't say that. But, uh, come on. Don't say that, because a part <laughs> of me is like... Oh. That doesn't sound too bad, actually. Maybe. And? I, I'm still a sucker for... I, I'm, like, worn out of Battle Royales, but I, mm-hmm. I, I'm happy to see any IP take it on. Like, if they make a Halo Battle Royale, I'll be right there to try it out. Yeah. Uh, anyone else? Uh, Hunters? I didn't have a lot of thoughts on that game. No. It, nah. So next up is Knockout City, which is coming out in uh, May 21st. Um, that's it. That's all I got. Next, <laughs> it's gonna be a real knockout. Uh, yeah. So, uh, moving on to Worlds in Club. Uh, it's available May twenty eighth. Um, that's it. I, I don't know. I, don't, I have nothing to say on it. I got. I towards towards the backhand half of this direct. I was getting really like 
anxious and annoyed. So I, I like I was paying less and less attention. So I was getting really irritated that there was like nothing of substance other than maybe one or two games that I kind of cared about. Yeah, no disrespect to the games. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just really don't remember this trailer, and I, I'm not yeah. going to watch it right now. So we're going to move on to the next thing. Um, it was a physical release of Hades. I uh, just this this honestly though, super email like just email it to me. Um, that was email. Yeah, and, and if you buy the physical release, you get a uh, an art book of all the characters in the game and the gods and all. And then the soundtrack on your PC. Other than that, that's it. Uh, I haven't played the game. It does look like it's fun. But uh, yeah, Brandon, go ahead. I played it religiously. And if you guys haven't tried it, I can't recommend it enough. The art style is great. The dialogue is fantastic. Sounds on point. It's so simple, but it's very roguelite. Obviously, you die and you're supposed to. And uh, you grow as a player, and I always appreciate a game like that. So I'm going to gush over Hades a little bit. Yeah, it's fantastic. You guys should definitely pick it up. And I'm, I have it digital, obviously. I bought it on the Switch, the PC, and I'm planning on buying the physical for the art book because the characters are that outstanding. So I, I do plan on buying this one because I have a bunch of friends that have been cr- playing this game like crazy, and they keep telling me to buy it, and... I haven't got around to buying it, and I'm a total physical game person. And now that, obviously, they announced the physical version, I'm just going to wait to get it. So, no, I'll be picking it up. I can't imagine. How much is the game to download on systems? Like, 20 bucks, right? It's a, it's 25 normal price, but you'll. it's been on sale multiple times since its release, like official release. So, I can't imagine, I can't imagine bucks. physical. I can't imagine it being more than, like, 30 or 40. Yeah, no, I... So, Especially yeah, if it's the first time buying it, like it's the price of entry is definitely worth it for all the extra goodies you get. Yeah, I'll give it a try. Let's see, uh, I have 145 hours on Hades. Nice, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, one of the collections, I'm actually pretty excited about. I don't know if I'll be picking it up if it's 60 bucks though. That is a Ninja Gaiden Master Collection. It's launching June 10th. Ninja Gaiden 1, 2, and 3 Razor's Edge are coming to the Switch. Uh, 2 was a massive success on the Xbox 360. I remember playing the demo back in the day. Uh, I was telling Brian before the show, 3 was a colossal failure, but then they um, reimagined it or whatever, uh, which is Razor's Edge, which came out on the Wii U and is wildly successful. Uh, I uh, I love Ryu Hayabusa as a character. Playing as him in the Dead or Alive fighting games is fucking so much fun. Um, he's just a really good character. They, they tell a really good story. And this is definitely one of the games that I actually find myself appreciating from, um, you know, as a Western player. Uh, this game is really, really, really good. Um, I'm excited to jump back into it. Uh, Brian, what are your thoughts on Ninja Gaiden? I'll probably pick that one up. I'll check it out. Um, it seems like a game that I would like. I don't know too much about it other than just word of mouth from other people, word of mouth. But what is it, like three different games from the series that are coming? Or What? Is it three different games from yeah, the series? Yeah, it's really the trilogy. It's one, two, and three. Oh, yeah, I'll pick it up and give it a shot. Definitely. Hopefully there's a physical copy of that, too. 
Uh, Brandon, what are your thoughts on Ninja Gaiden coming back? You're muted. Um, I believe I played uh, Ninja Gaiden on the... I wasn't sure if it was one or two, but... Or was it three? I don't know. All I know is I played a Ninja Gaiden, and hey, you know what? Why throw your controller when you can throw your whole console with the Switch? It's rage-inducing. It's difficult as hell, but I still had a good time with it. So uh, if if the price is right, I will. Uh, I'll probably pick it up. Yeah, just to reload those memories. Yeah, man, I think it's gonna be a forty dollars collection, dude. Because uh, one and two are old, like really old. They're very yeah. As far as I know, these aren't even getting remastered. They're just straight ports. Um, Razor's Edge came out on the Wii U, so that's also a really old game. I, I got to imagine this is 40 bucks. I don't want this to be a $60 game. I know it's three games, but I just don't think if there's no like graphical upgrades or performance upgrades, it shouldn't be 60 bucks. So we'll see what happens. Uh, moving on to the next thing that kind of bothered me personally, but I'm still, I still have to finish the base game. Uh, an expansion pass for Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is coming soon. They did show, you know, on a screen what comes in the expansion pass, but I would have rather seen like footage and gameplay of what they're, you know, trying to accomplish. Um, stuff that's not even close to being, you know, in that gameplay form yet. I understand, but they've got to have something. I, I imagine. Um, yeah, uh, Hyrule Warriors. Anybody? I I just picked up Hyrule Warriors: uh, Age of Calamity about a week or two ago. I wasn't huge on the demo, but there's some games like I can tell that they're going to be a slow burn for me. Like it's going to take me a little while to get into it. And that's one of those games. Like I'm slowly starting to get into it, but I don't know, maybe if it catches me off guard and I like love it, I'll buy this DLC. But if it doesn't catch on with me, then no, I I can't imagine buying the DLC. But like I said, we'll have to see how I feel about it as I keep playing. Brandon, what are your thoughts on Hyrule Warriors? Uh, the only time I played Hyrule Warriors was... Um, at my house, right? At your house. And um, the first time was at the preview at Comic-Con years ago. Dude, that was a long time ago. Oh, that was a deep cut right there. That was a long time. Um, yeah. But yeah, like, I've only, I haven't played it that much. I haven't picked up Calamity. Um, I mean, I may give it a shot now that I'm getting a little bit more back into video games. But, um, I mean, if you've played Calamity and you've done all there is to do, then, I mean, that's what we love as gamers is to have more things to do. So, Yeah, man, um, that's pretty much it. I'm still playing Hyrule Warriors. I am over five hours into the campaign. I already have the Master Sword. Uh, there is some extremely unique levels to play on in that game with the divine beasts that I think uh, don't get enough credit. And I think they did a horrible job of marketing it that way because, Oh, you know what? The other thing too is the cutscenes and the story they're telling uh, is really good. I'm really excited to see what happens. Uh, ultimately this game is kind of what you would want from a Zelda game too, though. I mean, we're literally talking a hundred years before breath of the wild if you played Breath of the Wild, they showed so many cutscenes of the war from the Guardians and you know the enemies. Well, now you literally get to experience it. So it's all about perspective, I think, as you play the game. Um, it is 
interesting to get into. It's a different game. It's a hack and slash. It's it's a beat em up, but there is so much more to it in terms of leveling up your characters, their weapons, earning skills, earning new combos, uh, getting more health. I mean, there's way more to it than people think. And uh, if you're looking for something different and fun, and it's got Zelda all over it, this is that game for you. So definitely pick it up. I recommend it. And I, I beat the first game entirely. So, and all of its DLC. So I'm, I'm, I feel like I have enough of an opinion to share that with you guys, but I, I recommend it. <laughs> Next up is, was this AJ Ayanuma? Or I know his last name is Ayanuma, but I don't remember his first name. So forgive me on that, but there is no news on Breath of the Wild 2 just yet. There will be more info coming later this year. I'm actually really okay with that. I still think the first trailer we've seen um, for Breath of the Wild 2 was actually perfect. It was it was very honest and straight up in terms of what we needed. We saw enough in that trailer to get a grasp of how dark or just how moody the new campaign is going to be, or, you know, the new story is going to be. Um, but they also flat out said it in the trailer that um, this game is extremely early in development. And I just appreciate the honesty. So honestly, I, I'm, I'm just really not worried about when they release it. And technically I still need to finish the trials of the sword DLC. And then of course this, the champions path DLC. So there's a lot that I need to do on breath of the wild still. So I'm not really in a rush to get the new one. Brian, what are your thoughts? About I'm sorry about Breath of the Wild too. Oh yeah, I was not. I was totally okay with no news. I didn't expect news. A lot of people I saw were expecting the game to come out this year. Um, no, I'm fine. I, I like that we got the little update that it was still moving along good, and that that was enough for me. That was totally enough for me. Like I'm happy to know the game's coming. I know Breath of the Wild one had a lot of delays, and look how great that game turned out. So. Yeah, it's fine. Right. Uh, you can't rush perfection, and there's no such thing as perfection, but Breath of the Wild gets pretty close. So yeah. Uh, I mean the fact that the fact that we got the trailer saying that it was indeed coming out, it's a real thing. That they're not gonna cancel that. Um, yeah. I, I think we we had so much useless information in this nintendo direct we couldn't fit all that good stuff so yeah pretty much so we're moving on to the one of the big announcements uh i have my thoughts on it uh skyward sword hd is coming to the switch they announced it i never played skyward sword originally because i didn't have a wii at the time i could have bought it for my wii u but i thought the motion control stuff was stupid uh, it's just obviously Nintendo's great at making that kind of stuff. It just wasn't for me. However, all the gameplay footage I've seen from Skyward Sword and a lot of the storytelling and the expansion I played for Hyrule Warriors about Skyward Sword, uh, this game has piqued my interest and I will for sure be buying this. Uh, the only reason why I wasn't truly excited for this announcement, and I still will crossing my fingers that I'm wrong is that this is the only thing they announced when I personally think they should have done a 3D collection. I think they should have announced it here, even though we do have the 35th anniversary of Zelda coming up where I really have no faith in Nintendo if they don't have a direct about it. 
but I think right now we should have got a Wind Waker HD re-release again. Twilight Princess, and then here Skyward Sword being announced, and those three are part of a collection. I th- I think Nintendo missed their mark completely with this announcement. Yeah. Brian, go I ahead. agree. I'm excited. I also never played Skyward Sword because the motion controls didn't seem for me, like, I'm not huge on motion controls. I've always wanted to play this game, so I'm happy to play it. But I would have rather them not made an HD and then made it a collection instead with other games. Like, I yeah, I would have much rather had, like, a Mario-type 3D collection, which we could still possibly get. We might get. Right. But I, I don't know. After how disappointing this was, like, now I'm having doubts about a 3d collection for mario so what if we are zelda i'm sorry what if we don't even get that yeah i don't know man obviously we need to wait and see but in my opinion as a business right why wouldn't you at least tease people by saying that or why wouldn't you just i don't know i just don't understand why you wouldn't at least mention it like a here's skyward sword hd here's every like everything that we saw is what he says and then he closes by saying, but also we're going to bring back the Wii U versions of Twilight Princess HD and Wind Waker HD into a collection for you guys. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Great. Yeah. Like, I just don't understand. Like, I have my other thoughts on this, but I'll share that with you guys after the podcast because I don't think I can say it on here without it being misinterpreted. But, Brandon, what are your thoughts on Skyward Sword? Uh, personally, never played it. Never owned a Wii, but uh, my family did. My my brother-in-law, he had a Wii, and he would play it with my um, older niece all the time. They they enjoyed it. So the fact that it's coming to the Switch with uh, updated motion controls, they I know they were big on that. It, it, as well as Nintendo does it, and as how gimmicky it might be. Personally, I'm not a fan of motion controls, but the fact that you have those updated, or you can even opt to play in classic controller mode, I did know I did read that on the little sub notes that uh, you can play it classic way cool i may pick it up just to experience it for myself or borrow it from them if they buy it so yeah uh there's a lot to look forward to with the game itself definitely not trying to take away the glamour of that but um i just i just don't understand their business tactics uh the next thing they showed off which will be also released with the skyward sword is the Skyward Sword themed Joy-Cons. Honestly, at first I didn't care, but then I thought about it. Like I'm really playing a console that has the controllers attached to it. Why wouldn't I want a couple official Zelda themed, incredibly well-made controllers? Um, So as I'm looking at the controllers right now, um, I will be picking these up. I've made that decision right now. I think they look very cool. And I like that they're based off the Hylian Shield and Sword, which I am just an absolute sucker for on a daily basis. So it's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good pickup. They do look pretty cool. I'm not a huge Joy Con collector. I know a lot of people out there buy like every Joy Con they can find, but no, they're cool. They're definitely cool, but no, I'm good with my Joy Cons. Brandon? Uh, I'm a Switch Lite owner, so I, I have no say in the matter. Thanks. However, I want that Monster Hunter Rise special edition console. So oh, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, right. yeah, it looks pretty cool. I totally forgot to mention that. I've been Googling where to try and find it. I haven't found anything yet. Oh. <laughs> but uh, that's a pickup. 
Zelda Skyward Sword HD and the Joy-Cons will be available July 16th. You can look up the Joy-Cons at your local retailer. And for the final announcement to close off the Nintendo Direct, one that they haven't had in about a year and a half, they thought it'd be smart to talk about Splatoon 3. Some people are all about that, man. Yeah, Yeah, I was was about to say that. You know, like Splatoon 3 has a massive audience. They wouldn't be making a third one if it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta hand it off to whoever's an, a, a fan of it. I just, I just don't understand it. I, yeah. and that's perfectly fine. Um, I still think since this game isn't even coming out next year, like I think Brian said this before. You know, when we were just doing a sound check, why not show us more of what's coming out this year? Um, especially it, there's got like. If they're showing Splatoon 3 to close off this stream, like, does this mean that there's nothing big coming out this year for them? Like, that's, that's what I'm under the impression of is basically what I'm trying I to I don't say. think there is anything else big other than, obviously, Pokemon's going to get its own direct or whatever they call it. It's, that's going to have a big announcement. And then maybe Zelda might have a collection coming out, but that's still up in the air. But I don't think they really have much else this year. They would have shown it. Unless they're saving it for the um, anniversaries coming up, like Pokemon, like The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, sure uh, they're not going to do anything with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just, you know, I just, you know, one of the things Brian was saying is like, you know, like, what about Metroid, you know? Where's the update with that? Even if it's like a little trailer again, just saying, hey, you know, this is where we're at. I don't know, like a, like a VDoc, like Bungie would do for Halo, where it literally shows you, you know, them working on the game and then, you know, leads up to the final product. Uh, Star Fox, why is that game still sitting in limbo? At the oh, very yeah. least, if they brought back Star Fox Zero but gave it the classic controls, I would lose my shit. Like, hands down, I would fucking cry. Uh, F-Zero, what's going on with F-Zero? I'm not even a fan of the games, but I know there's a massive fan base out there for it that are dying for a new game. Uh, just There's just so much stuff that they could have talked about. Um I just don't understand it. I just don't understand Nintendo, man. I just don't get it. But uh, congrats to the Splatoon 3 fans because uh, they did support Splatoon 2 for a really long time. And they still are. Um, so I know this is a huge deal for them, and I'm pretty happy for them because, I, I mean, the game has a ridiculous amount of support in the best way possible. So Good for you. Yeah, good for you guys. Fuck off. Um, that's the Nintendo Direct. So I'd give the Nintendo Direct a 4 out of 10. Um, I just, I, I, I've learned to not have the expectations for Nintendo. I thought they would have showed the new switch today, or at least briefly talked about it. I thought they would have done the Zelda 3d collection that I mentioned. I thought they would have just gave us a title card for Pokemon diamond and pearl. I don't think there's anything wrong with teasing it before another stream in what, uh, a week and a half. I think that would have been smart. Why not get people hyped up? Build up the hype. You have the most popular franchise in the entire world. Um, anything Mario Kart related, once again, Star Fox, I just, and then Smash was a complete waste. Um, I, I don't know. I just couldn't believe by how much of a letdown this was. Uh, Brian, where are you at with your rating and your thoughts, final thoughts? I'd say three out of 10. If I'm being generous, I can only think of two or three games that I'm like definitely picking up and maybe two that I'm considering, but like, I don't know why I had so much hope for this. I think it's cause it's been 
so long since a direct and i feel like a lot of these trailers could have just been dropped on their youtube just no big deal i don't think any of they i don't think this whole thing warranted a direct at all except maybe skyward sword but i don't know they could have had even then i feel like skyward sword could have just been like a a trailer released on youtube like it's a big deal I know a lot of people love that game and it's freaking Zelda we're talking about. So yeah, of course it's a big deal, but still it's like, you know, that, that super, that super Mario 35 direct dude. That was, was good. Insane. That was a good direct. I enjoyed yes. watching almost all of it. Like I was so engaged, even the Splatoon two stuff that they did for it or whatever. I still thought it was like, stupid, but I'm like, this is a great way to just incorporate it. I, I, I don't know, man. So obviously we're getting a Zelda 35 direct now that I think about it because how are, how are they not going to do that? I really hope, dude. I really hope. Brandon, what are your what is your rating for the Nintendo Direct that you only have heard about mainly, which is kind of uh, which is actually you may think is weird because, you know, you're like you're supposed to, you're you know, watch it first, right? But I actually think it's awesome to get your perspective on it because you're basically hearing us talk about it. Um, what are your thoughts and review? From what you heard from what i heard and of course doing research while we were recording which i um you know appreciate you guys giving me the time to catch up on that um despite i mean even hearing looking it over i'm gonna give the whole direct a five out of ten yeah i mean it it had key things that i'm excited for which in retrospect is monster hunter fall guys um and that's about it. And that's kind of sad because it's all I can really think about that was a positive for, for me personally. Again, I never played Splatoon. Not a huge Splatoon fan. But I know there are a bunch of people who love that game. And they were probably just stoked out of their minds. And that's cool for them. And, uh, you know, it, I guess it was nice for Nintendo to finally come through with a Direct after so long. But it kind of fell short, personally. I'm um, just not... It's not sold, so that's it. Oh, Hades. Well, buy Hades. Yeah, so buy Hades, buy Hyrule Warriors, buy Monster Hunter. Buy GameStop. I'm just kidding. Don't buy GameStop. Do that not do that. Uh, it just works podcasts. Yeah, guys. not responsible for your poor financial decisions. Yeah. So, uh, Brian, from another vinyl page, thank you so much for being back on the podcast. Thank you for calling in. Uh, no problem. And Brandon, no problem, man. Always happy to have you. Brandon, thank you for coming back again. Happy to be back, man. This is a lot of fun and um, love talking shit about video games. So let's do it again. Well, that's it. I'm Ryan from It Just Works Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Sadcast. And uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye.